I'm Bridget Fennessy, and this is your dumpster fire for the weeks of June 6th to Juneteenth. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is to join our community at Fetacy.com where you will get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire every Sunday early. And it's a full hour of content just for you and all the outtakes and unedited stuff from this crap show. Okay. Old in chief. President Biden was at the G7 summit. Not sure if Joe knew that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't even want to make fun of him. It's sad. He got lost in a cafe and his wife had to come find him. Come on. Bumbling around. Just kind of standing there looking very uncertain. And you can't even get this information unless you watch news from international media outlets because none of our media will cover it. They're like, look at Joe, just top shape. (laughs) And meanwhile, every other outlet in the world is kind of mocking his clearly deteriorating mental ability. I'm the president of South Africa. I'm the president uh, of South Africa. Because I said, I, uh, oh, you did. I did not. I, did, I, I, I certainly did. He has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is but um, uh, we um, uh, you know there's a lot that uh, He's getting worse, and you can only deduce this by watching international media or by listening to Joe Biden for the past two years. <laughs> and then we have a new category, president-in-waiting. Yes. President-in-waiting. These stories are older, but we had to cover them. Vice because. President Kamala Harris gave a speech in Guatemala and told them, do not come. Do not come. <laughs> Folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek, do not come. Do not come. She was down talking about the refugee crisis and the migrant crisis. I don't understand. Are they refugees or migrants? It seems like when they're in the Middle East, we call them refugees. And when they're coming from South America and Central America, we call them migrants. refugees or migrants. A migrant is someone who chooses to move to improve their lives in some way. A refugee is someone who is fleeing arms conflict or persecution and cannot return home. Is there a worse politician than this woman? How can you just blow your way to the top like this and then (laughs) not have to be held accountable at all? It's embarrassing how bad she is. And she did an interview with Lester Holt in which he was pushing her and asking her if she was going to go to the border. Do you have any plans? To visit the border. I, at some point. And she just kept repeating, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. We are going to the border. We've been to the border. We're going to the border. We've been. We've been to the border. And he's like, have you been to the border? We're going to the border. We're building a wall at the border. We're digging a tunnel under the border. <laughs> we, we are flying over the border. We're being dropped onto the exact border. We are the border. We've become the border. We are one with the border. <laughs> I am the border. But I haven't been to Europe. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. 
I've never been to Europe. That it felt like a moment in Arrested Development. Yeah. You know, like yeah. well, I haven't been to Europe, Michael. <laughs> What's your point? Just a complete non sequitur. That's such a liberal like way to argue too, where you just completely move the goalpost to another football field entirely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've never been to Europe. What's your point, Lester? Uh, my point is you still haven't been to the border, and you can't even say that. Right. She's just so bad. We literally have the worst politician in the history and a dementia-riddled old man running our country right now. It's weird. I still stand by my non-vote. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish yeah. I voted for Trump now. Oh, man. I'm, kind of st- I, I'm, I'm certainly glad he's not in charge because I just feel like above and beyond everything, he was so divisive that people would just be like even worse than they are now at war with each other. Oh, really? 100%. I I believe that. Yeah. I believe no, that. No, I believe that, but it still seems like everyone's pretty at war with each other. Yeah, but I think if he had if he was a, still the president, yeah, it would he's be an worse. agitator for sure. <laughs> it's unsettling to know that there's no one really running the country and that he's just a puppet. I mean, they kind of all are. They're the same people. It reminds me of that joke that the guys on the Speaksies podcast made. Either way, we're getting a septuagenarian who likes to put brown kids in cages and drop bombs in, you know, other countries. (laughs) That's who we're voting for either way. It was a bad choice. Uh Now we're going to have stupid Kamala. Don't come. There were so many good memes about it. Do not come. Do not come. Bro, who made this shit? I'm going to (laughs) come. Well, there were some pretty good jokes about the Europe thing, too, weren't there? Mm -hmm. We had some good memes, some brilliant memes. And there was a pretty basic joke that went viral. I'm all for staying basic now. Stay basic. <laughs> Look at the kind of numbers that tweet got. It's so basic. I know, I know. You were like, this was like my most basic tweet ever. If I was just basic, I would have millions of dollars and millions of followers. We're going to make a t-shirt. Hashtag stay basic. <laughs> Hashtag stay it's basic. It's the fantasy way. <laughs> yeah. All right. California. Gavin Newsom is pivoting to game show host. Gavin Patrick Bateman Newsom is pivoting to game show host, you mean? Is this guy just trying to look like a serial killer? He certainly doesn't need to try. Or you just were unwilling in the past, but all of a sudden you think, wait a second, I can really use $50,000. Get that vaccine. How many hookers has this guy murdered? (laughs) I feel like a lot. Yes. There's been a rash of... People getting killed in the encampments down by the L.A. River. And I'm now convinced that he's letting the homelessness go out of control so that we don't notice how many of the drifters he's murdering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. He does it for sport. Yes. It's all an elaborate cabal of billionaires who hunt the people experiencing houselessness for sport. All right, then we have Get Wrecked, China. China's vaccine doesn't work. Oh, big shock. A cheap knockoff that doesn't work as well as the things that it's based on doesn't work coming out of China? I can't believe it. Here's my shock face. (laughs) Shocked, I tell you. Get Wrecked, China! All right, then we have (laughs) Sprained My Eyes. Welcome to the party, John Stewart. Oh, God. This was almost breaking Bridget. Almost. 
Because Jon Stewart was joking about, <laughs> didn't this come out of a lab? Respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. The disease is the same name as the lab. And everyone was like, see, Jon Stewart's cool. He says the things. I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful that the shepherds of the flock said it was okay to graze in these pastures of jokes that we're allowed to tell now. We've all been telling these jokes. Coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? I hate that. It almost broke me. It's just like when something is ordained as appropriate to joke about or talk about or report on by the right people. Oh, we've blessed it as an appropriate topic for the masses to discuss. Sorry you were deplatformed or banned from Facebook or kick, got your YouTube channel a strike or kicked out of your hometown. <laughs> Maybe not kicked out of your hometown. There might have been someone. Maybe I bet at least one person was kicked out of their hometown for daring to suggest that the woo flu came out of a lab. <laughs> Yeah, so welcome to the party, John Stewart. I was laughing, though, because the left was getting all mad at him. Some people weren't happy that he was, you know, spreading this conspiracy theory that's widely accepted now. And he is now right wing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then we have James Corden emerges from lockdown like a friend showing up at a party at 2 a.m. expecting everyone to still be hyped for a night out. No lockdowns anymore. Oh, you've been locked away. You have gone cray. It's madness. Imagine watching this insanity sitting in Texas, anywhere that didn't close, <laughs> red states, Florida, pretty much most of the, I would say, large majority of America. And watching this, like, what is... <laughs> Anthony Fauci. These people have Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's like watching mental patients get out of the of the mental ward and like sing and dance. You're like, yeah, they're like, we've been open since like last year. Holly you know, weird they're is like, pretty we've weird. been in lockdown for 15 months, and they're like, Jesus Christ, no wonder these people have lost their. Yeah. Mine. But you know what I just realized is no one in Texas or Florida or any of those states watches James Corden. <laughs> no, so this he's is like why. appealing to his audience. It's yeah. so divorced, but it's it's such proof of how why all of these late night shows got it so wrong about Trump, why they're so divorced from that part of America, because you would think someone would go, Hey, this maybe only appeals, yes, California is large, but maybe this only appeals to a small segment of the country. The rest of the country is watching this like, wow, you guys are f***ing lunatics. <laughs> You've been locked down this whole time. Turning off soon after 15 long months. Some states did two weeks and then just opened back up. They did the two weeks and were like, all right. Wow. Yeah. Uh oh, you've been locked away. You have gone cray. It's madness. Well, it's just too, that song was just so bad. I'm like, if you're going to subject us to a musical, at me least make it a good song. At least hire Bridget. At know. least hire us here at Dumpster Fire. We're good at dystopian musicals. It's We've been writing wheelhouse. one. <laughs> yes. So this is the beginning of lockdown. <laughs> We've been writing one for 15 months. <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, and touch my bells and buttons. And make sure you give our overlords at YouTube 
a little ring-a-ding on the bells. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? What is happening? Osama bin Laden's niece, Noor bin Laden, protests Biden-Putin summit with Trump one flag. (laughs) I feel like I saw a comment. I don't remember where, but it said, imagine explaining this headline to someone in 2004. But I feel like that about so many things going on now. I'm trying to imagine going back in time and saying, Bridget, here's what the headlines will be when you're 40 years old. And I would have been like, get the f*** out of here. Uh-huh. Give me more drugs. More drugs. <laughs> more of whatever you have. Give it to me. Right into my veins. I want it. I want whatever drugs make you think Osama bin Laden's niece is going to be a pro-Trumper. All right. Moving on to the patriarchy so crafty. The U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights issued a notice explaining that it will prioritize gender identity over sex, thereby obliterating women's sports. Women! I just really appreciate all of you out there who are fans of Dumpster Fire who tag me and stuff that goes around the internet about this with just hashtag women. (laughs) I see you. I know what you're thinking. I think the same thing now, too, whenever I read the, like, birthing persons or chest feeding. I'm like, women! (laughs) What happened to women? We're just erasing women. We just got these rights. Uh Like two minutes ago in Uh time. And now they're just being reversed. I'm telling you, it's misogyny in a dress. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like someone's going to be like, transphobe. And it might be, but I don't know. Patriarchy's so crafty, it will put on dress and take away our sports. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, but... How has everyone been convinced this is okay is what's even more disturbing to me. And you will see these pictures of these clearly biological men who are standing holding a trophy with all of these other women who are professional athletes or high-level athletes. And it's always idiots who don't play sports who are like, what's the big deal? You don't know what the big deal is when you're playing sports at that level. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they're just smiling, but they you can see on their faces they're right. like fucking Stockholm Syndrome being forced to smile through this obvious unfair bullshit. Uh-huh. It's clearly bull. And they're just supposed to smile and be like, if I don't smile and get behind this, I'm going to be called a transphobe. This is the patriarchy. Yeah. (laughs) This is the emperor has no clothes. Like, what is happening here? I feel like the little kid who's screaming and pointing out like this is bullshit. And then I'll probably get deplatformed for even saying it. Why is this such a thing? This is where my conspiracy brain Goes down to like Canada. (laughs) Let's just say we have some theories on that. We won't be getting into them this week, but I would like you all to Google from transgender to transhuman. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Just know that I'm going to be laughing when I get murdered by a cyborg. And then to top it all off, because the patriarchy sucks, Tubin got his job back. Lubin Tubin. Jerkin the Tubin. Smoothin the Tubin. Uh. <laughs> that one always gets I know, me. I still love that one. 
Can you imagine if I was just like using a vibrator and jerking off on a Zoom meeting and forgot to turn my camera off? How like you'd never work again. No. They made the woman explain what happened, which was so weird. Uh, I guess I'll recap. I'll do the honors. <laughs> Help yourself. Okay. In October, you were on a Zoom call. You were caught masturbating on camera. And then they were sitting there like trying to be like lighthearted bantery about it. It was so weird. What the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well. It just shows you if you have the right thoughts and right opinions and you're part of the club, you are forgiven, which I'm all for forgiveness. But this just seems like you no industry would you ever work again if you did this. Even as a male, I don't, it's Uh just crazy. Uh Like, this is such a, like, media cluster. There's, it's a circle jerk. Literally. Uh They were like, oh, what? We were all doing that. That's what we do in meetings. It's the media (laughs) circle jerk. We all jerk it while you guys all talk. And we, we laugh because we know it's such a fucking circle jerk. And it's just, he accidentally left his camera on for that. (laughs) It's our ritual. Janet Jackson is calling, and she would like her reputation back. <laughs> I think she still has it. No, she got just, dis- it really ruined her career. Didn't people really? get, yes. we're all up in my mentions being like, actually, she sold all these records. I'm like, she was blacklisted, and freaking what's his name, Les Mooms, who was made it his personal, Mendes. yeah, he made it his personal freaking vendetta to like destroy her. Yeah. And they're like, accident? I'm like, it was an accident. It was supposed to be the bra. And who cares, by the way? It's Uh just a tit. You Uh freaking prudes. And then lawsuits were fought because they ended up coming up with all these decency laws. It was, I mean, all of this has been litigated. Uh It's clear. You can see how clearly she was just completely and just Justin Timberlake was like, Hey guys, like I'm from Disney and I'm fine. Didn't even fucking miss a beat. Gross. Take your dick and stomp on it on live TV. <laughs> and this like, is like an arrested development when Buster goes crazy. I'm an uptight. Buster. <laughs> I am Buster. <laughs> Yo, dirty slut. <laughs> uh, Well, no one's going to top that. Well, no one's going to top that. (laughs) Okay, Sam. (laughs) Moving on to your conspiracy corner. Conspiracy corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds. Nurse tries to prove the vaccine causes magnetism by sticking a key to her neck in court. Didn't really go very well, but the video is just (laughs) hilarious. It was Sam. Magnetic vaccine crystals? Explain to me why the key sticks to me. It sticks to my neck, too. I got those. Yeah, so if somebody can explain this, that would be great. My favorite thing about this was <laughs> this woman being like, oh, and trying kept to put falling. on her and then falling and then at the end being like, any questions? <laughs> any questions? <laughs> Yes, there are many questions to be had. In this I life. love how everyone is all, every one of us is not coming out of this same. <laughs> We're not. We're all losing our minds. 
I look around, I'm like, wow, everyone's going crazy and then think somehow that I'm not exactly part of that process. <laughs> it's yeah. like me looking around and being like, wow, everyone's breathing oxygen. Like I'm not. <laughs> You're it's like, clearly happening to me too. Um, the I might be the band on the Titanic, but we're all still going down on a sinking <laughs> ship. <laughs> we are the band on the Titanic. <laughs> the band. For some reason, I just imagine this like metal hair band on the Titanic. <laughs> That's so our brand. Sheath underwear created by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry in the desert and not stuck to his leg. Men, let me tell you, this is a game changer. You will not ever have to have your balls jingling and jangling around, slapping up against the inside of your leg. You get to put them in the dual pouch system so that you can keep your genitals separate from your balls, separate from your legs. It is a whole contained unit. They also have a women's line. And they've got sports bras, underwear, cheeky booty shorts. They have all kinds of matching sets, paisley panties, incredibly comfortable, made from modal fabric. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Use the code DUMPSTER to get 20% off your entire order. That is sheathunderwear.com. Use the code DUMPSTER for 20% off your whole order. Link below in the description. Beyond Parody. Mom who survived China's cultural revolution calls critical race theory America's cultural revolution. Uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. Communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. Yeah, and there was another woman. Florida Board of Education bans critical race theory from being taught in public schools. This woman, Keisha, shared her thoughts about the dangers of critical race theory for her family in our country. I have personally heard teachers teaching CRT and thought it would be a great idea to separate students by race. CRT is a teaching that there is a hierarchy in society where white, male, heterosexual, able-bodied people are deemed the oppressor and anyone else outside of that is oppressed. Yeah, there was a big, big debate that kind of burst into the mainstream, which has been simmering around in the, on uh, very online people. And then it simmers and boils into the media types. And now it's kind of burst into the mainstream about critical race theory, which we've talked a lot about here on the show. And a Chinese woman and a black woman came out against it and the videos went viral. And so then immediately there was this huge pushback and everyone's like what's the big deal it's crt it's not being pushed it's not being pushed in the schools and they're trying to say that the argument is oh these republicans just don't want to teach racism the history of racism in america and they don't want to teach history that is disingenuous and a lie you should push back against that argument it's not true what they're pushing back against is teaching kids that the immutable color of their skin is what matters and that every single interaction is about power and should be transactional uh -huh. it is not some kind of power like that is not correct and it's not good and there's absolutely no no evidence that any of this kind of diversity training or rhetoric actually makes anything better. If you listen to this week's episode of Walk-Ins Welcome with Jonathan Haidt, he talks a lot about this, uh -huh. about how there's no study or evidence anywhere. And in fact, they find that it makes shockingly dividing people up by race and making them think about their color makes things worse. Yeah. 
I can't believe that making everyone obsessively focus on their identity, race, their gender and sexuality is making things awkward. Please stop making this not parody. Our next story is a perfect example of this because everything is racist. Youth protest group inspired by Greta Thunberg disbands, accuses itself of racism. (laughs) (laughs) So I read this article and it's basically like it was these kids inspired by Greta to like New Zealand, Zealand, a very white nation primarily to form, you know, a, a climate change activism group. And they did a couple bunch of marches over the years. But then they did they do. They didn't want to go to school. Fair enough. They were basically like, we've realized that we haven't listened to the BIPOC voices in our in our society. And since climate change affects them the most, they should be the ones leading the I charge. Know. This is like the insane bullshit of how absurd and stupid and ridiculous this stuff gets where it's a bunch of white people who have who basically go, um, we've reflected on our privilege and we decided the minorities need to clean this mess up. <laughs> Since they're the ones who are the worst affected, they should really be in charge of fixing this problem. Hey, minorities, we've reflected on our privilege and we think you need to do this work. <laughs> so we're going to disband this group that came together to fight one thing for other reasons and... Now no one gets to fight. Well, and I wonder what I would like to interview those kids and see. They're like, oh, thank God. I really hated those meetings. (laughs) I would like to know if it made the kids somewhat disillusioned. You know, they were were like all excited about this movement. They're like, yeah, let's save the world. And then someone was like, you know what? There's too many white people caring about this. You guys need to reflect on your privilege. And they're like, all right. We are gonna let the BIPOC people save the world. Yeah, <laughs> we're now just gonna I'm, chill at home and watch Netflix. But no, they f- probably feel bad, and they're like, "Oh, I feel so bad about myself." And like, they're the, now I'm gonna I can't go even, sit on my couch and hate myself while I let like the the people of color have to clean up, and the earth gets destroyed while I can't do anything to stop fight to fight for it. Uh, it's just so weird to me that this is it's it's eating itself. I hope that it eats itself. That's the only way this burns it out. I really do hope that everyone's like this is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we all comment, we have common humanity. Like, subscribe and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of boob jiggle in that one. (laughs) Petty crimes aren't being prosecuted in big cities, leading to an increase in shoplifting. One incident went viral this week. This video is nuts. Call 911. Wow. The breakdown of society, people. We are watching it in San Francisco real time. San Francisco's a shit show. Show. But it was so... The thing that kind of disturbed me was the people in the comments being like, what's the big deal? Walgreens is a billion dollar company that like shafts their employees and blah, blah, blah. And this is a person of color that needs like, and it's just this whole thing of this is a basic breakdown in our like societal contract with each other. This is not a good sign. No. Mm -hmm. And when you have this kind of breakdown in society, it affects usually the most vulnerable people first and the poor people first. Mm -hmm. So it's usually people who are just like, 
sitting on their couch somewhere being outraged on behalf of other people and corporations saying, oh, blah, 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 not thinking about how this affects anyone in the neighborhood and the ripple effect of that. It's also like John McWhorter does a great job talking about how a society that allows for people of color to break laws and to have these low standards for people of color because they don't need to follow the laws because they're minorities or they're struggling or whatever is unintentionally racist. The soft bigotry of low expectations just saying, oh, we need to let this slide because they're black like that is racist. Mm -hmm. You're not that that you're not making the point you think you're making. You're being a racist. Yeah. We need to hold everybody to the same standards. We need to held everybody to the standards that we should not break laws that help protect society and the people. And it's it's going to be chaos. The petty crimes start to slide and then it becomes a, a snowball of lawlessness. Yeah, there was a video in New York that was going viral yesterday and it was a guy just shooting, running after somebody shooting in New York and two kids were like in caught in the middle of it. I mean, it's it. This is not good. Two children escaping tragedy by a matter of inches can see the 10 year old little girl shielding her five year old brother. And again, who do you think this hurts the most? Yeah, Uh, I hate everyone. (laughs) Then we have Washington State is offering joints for jabs. I mean, 20-year-old me probably would have loved this idea, Uh but this seems like a very counterintuitive idea to give away a joint for a deadly lung virus. (laughs) I know. It also feels very manipulative and creepy. It's like infantilizing in some weird way. It's like if you eat your carrots, you get to eat dessert. If you get your vaccine, you get to smoke a joint. We're giving drugs away (laughs) for a drug. They're going to start giving away smack. Free smack and crack. If you take the vaccine, it has the, like, dude in a van with candy vibe. Yeah. Like, hey, little girl, I'll give you this joint if you come on in here. Let me poke you with something. Let me jab you with something. It's good for you, I promise. It'll only hurt once. (laughs) Sam with her buster moment. it somewhere. (laughs) Breaking Bridget. Victoria's Secret is getting rid of the angels and wings. Make unrealistic beauty standards great again. (laughs) I used to live for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I loved it when I was a kid. I loved the angel Uh runway shows. I watched every single one. And did I look at it and think, Sometimes, wow, that's a lot of white chicks on the stage. Uh (laughs) Yes. Uh And then I think a lot of people looked at it and said that, and they started to make some changes, much needed. Victoria's Secret was always trash. Their bras always sucked. But there was something about all those models that's so... They're just other humanly. Yeah. They're not humans. Like they were angels. Like almost they were from another place. (laughs) Above us, like heaven. And they would parade around in lingerie, and they were so hot. Looking hot. And they took that away from us. <laughs> I took it away. It's like looking Now we've a- got to watch a bunch of fatties parading around. <laughs> <laughs> They've been irrelevant for a long time, Victoria's Secret. And the culture moved on without them. And Rihanna, rocking her stuff, pretty much put the kill shot in 
on Victoria's Secret with her amazing fashion shows that were all inclusive. All different types and sizes and people. And Victoria's Secret is, I guess, a relic of a bygone era where Playboy existed and the male gaze was what we all appealed to. But I loved the male gaze. I miss it. I miss the beauty. Untouchable, completely unattainable beauty. We need this. I grew up with a refrigerator magnet. My mom always said, never forget, there's always someone smarter, prettier, and richer than you. And Uh many other things. Uh And I think it's a good lesson to learn. We don't all need to be models. If I wanted to see a bunch of fatties walking around, I would just look in the mirror. Oh! (laughs) Everyone is beautiful in their own way, but some people are more beautiful objectively. Uh (laughs) So I was talking about how hot those models were, and I was saying, please respect my privacy during this difficult time. And somebody said it was aggressively heterosexual of me to find the angels hotter than Megan Rapinoe. What? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense because you're a woman, so it's not aggressively heterosexual of you to find the angels attractive. You don't get to tell me who I find attractive. This is a patriarchy so crafty. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, you don't get to bully me into finding... Things that I find attractive and things that I don't find attractive. You don't get to make that decision for me. It's, it is insane and authoritarian. And right. these people are f-ing crazy and bonkers. Mm-hmm. And Megan Rapinoe has an amazing body. She's an athlete. She's hot in her own way, but not in a like supermodel way. Uh-huh. They were called supermodels for a reason. They're super. It drives me crazy when people are like, oh, you're supposed to find this hot or you're or you can't you're not supposed to find them hot because you've internalized the patriarchy. It's just like, OK, so you're undermining my ability to make a choice about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've just internalized the male gaze. You're damn right. I have. <laughs> <laughs> and proud of it. <laughs> I wanna- want the male gaze up inside of me. Do you want to look at a Ferrari or a Honda Accord? Yeah. I mean, some things just catch your eye. Yeah. Some things are more like, visually appealing than it's others. It's called evolution. <laughs> Learn it. They're prettier than us. They're skinnier than us. People They're can't handle than it. Us. They, this is the freaking, it is that short story. It's like, let's make everyone equal. Out the. It's a quality of outcome and it's terrifying. Let's make, no one can be prettier, no one can be better at sports other than trans women, which is apparently okay. Let's make everybody equal. We need everybody, nobody can feel bad, nobody can feel like they're less than. You have to normalize obesity so that people don't feel bad about being like a certain weight. It's You have to normalize all of these things that, I, I want to kill myself. I do feel optimistic about this, though, because it means that an average basic white lady like me at 42 years old has a chance to be a model. (laughs) So if you're looking for a jowly (laughs) 42-year-old with some saggy boobs and a little bit of uh, wrinkles on my forehead and a quite a basic look, a little bit like that girl that you grew up to next door... I'm your lady, Victoria's Secret. Stay basic! To cleanse your palate, the golden age of hotness!
Hawkins, welcome. We had Jonathan Haidt, and the week before that, we had Barry Weiss. Two amazing interviews. Please subscribe wherever podcasts are available. Check out the podcast. I think you'll really like it. If you like this show and you feel politically homeless, and I feel like you'll appreciate the people we have on as guests. And we also just talked to lots of randos about grit and resilience and their stories. So check that out. Join Fetacy.com. Join the community. We have workouts. We have drop-ins, welcome, Zoom calls. We also release the unedited version of this show in which you get to see us eat crickets. Uh, Well, me eat crickets. It drops on Sundays. You get it a day early. And it's a full hour, sometimes an hour and a half. We are doing adult summer camp. Everybody can do whatever they want. But I am aggressively promoting staying offline as much as possible other than obviously consuming my content but go out dance be in the world check out museums and keep keep interacting with each other in a, on a human level and enjoy the arts you know the things that make us human and connect us we all need this before the society breaks down. You also should join my Substack. It's free. Just subscribe. And go to bridgeoffetacy.com for merch. We have a new shirt, the one that got away. This is an old design that I'm so excited to finally get out. Ladies, this one's for you. This is the summer of the one that got away because you cannot be loved until you love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to all of our sponsors. We cannot do this without you. Thank you to you, our subscribers who joined Fetacy.com. We love you for that. And thank you to anyone who can't subscribe and just hit that bell and button and like, subscribe, comment, tell Maggie how much you love. What should we have them tell Maggie this week? (laughs) How much they love the sound of her sweet, sultry voice. Tell Maggie (laughs) all the things you love about her voice. Like, subscribe, comment. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling your friends about us. We are the stay basic model of the new millennium. Thank you, Better at Fetacy, for the research and jokes. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Bridget. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of June 6th to Juneteenth, a new federal holiday. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. Do 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 do. Boo do boo boo. Get out that dance. It's summertime. <laughs> ba da ba ba.